0: Welcome to the 421 Fantasy Football Podcast.
1: With your hosts, Jake Cow and Kyle Call. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know what today, Marks, Jake? Um, I work not at the park. We are officially. Officially. Two weeks. NFL kickoff this time this time next week this time next week is going to be I think it's NBC football night in America Chris Collinsworth in the booth Al Michaels favorite
0: commentator absolutely Romo Romo no I, I, I hate Chris Collinsworth that was that was the joke
1: oh really
0: Wow. Yeah, I can't stand him. Coming in hot. I, yep. love, I love Collinsworth. Screw you, Collinsworth. What did he do to you? He, I don't know. He's just—he annoys me. He always talks shit about the Cowboys. There was one game—I like, I don't even remember what game it was, how long ago it was. I just remember we were whooping some team's ass, and he was like, "Well, the Cowboys look pretty good, but you just have to ask yourself." At what point are the wheels going to come off for this team? Because <laughs> it's, they so off. It's kind of true, though. I was like, fuck it's fuck fair. Eh, it's and, fair. Yeah, it's super accurate, but let's not get fuck ourselves. Accurate.
1: How many times, yeah. like, how many times have you asked yourself that this off season? A thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, times, well, yeah. Welcome back, everyone. We are in episode two of the fourth in one podcast. And Woo-hoo! I'm pumped. We've got a little bit more of an agenda. We kind of, we, kinda, we, we um, the wheels came off and then we put them back on, you know, we rebuilt. We, it only took us 15 minutes to get started. Took an hour and 15 last time. So mm-hmm. at this rate, mm-hmm. Jake, we're gonna be good. Uh question to start it off. The draft is right around the corner. It's gonna be a little bit different. We're not gonna have a big board to throw a dog toy from the pool at and you lose your player. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different, but it's still one of my favorite days of the year. So what are you most excited about regarding the draft?
0: Uh, yeah, for sure. It's going to be really different this year, um, but I'm still just excited to do it. I think the it's, I, I, have so much fun waking up with just a horrific hangover Sunday morning <laughs> after the drafts and uh, watching highlights of all of my players that mm-hmm. I drafted, watching the highlights from them. Uh, I also am really looking forward to getting on Rotowire right after my team is drafted all your and players. texting everybody the... The, the, oh, yes. the latest good news about my player, like, oh, Saquon Barkley looks good in camp. Like, yeah, no shit. Saquon uh, having I a just,
1: great camp. Could be in for yeah. a big year. Thanks, Jake. Could be Appreciate in for, it. <laughs> could be in
0: for more rushing yards and more catches. Like, oh, breaking news. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it, I'm kind of interested to see how this goes, too. Hopefully, we'll get a couple of uh, Skype or Zoom calls going with a couple Definitely. people. Definitely. So we'll, we'll do a Zoom. Like normal.
1: We'll get that going. Uh,
0: Try to make yeah. it feel a
1: little bit at home. Uh, yeah. Mine is always, you know, you do all these. I, I, I think I was talking to a couple folks. Um, Steve Mahan, Um I learned about. I, I can't imagine Israel doing a single mock draft. Um, you know, some guys they just, you know, they you have different approaches to it. They Don't take it nearly as, which is fine. But I take it, you and I, we take it very seriously, uh, mm-hmm. too too seriously. Uh, probably. But, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, I'm not going to lay on my uh, deathbed and be like, you know what, I wish I did less mock drafts. I'll probably, you know, be like, I really <laughs> wish, I, wish I had one more mock draft in me on my deathbed. But uh, I should really come up with a better life outlook than everything ending up on my deathbed and asking questions. But yeah. <laughs> I always think about... Um, what's my team going to look like? Like, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's a Christmas present. It really is. It's like, what am I going to open up and see, you know, Sunday morning and be like, dang, I can't believe I I got those two back to back. I can't believe they slipped to the fourth or whatever. Um, it's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. I love it.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh,
1: and then outside of that, I think, you know, I guess living in Charlotte kind of sucks because, you know, this used to be like one of the few times that I could have an excuse to go back to San Antonio for a couple of days. And I think we were actually planning on doing something pretty big. Like, you know, I think we we're going to go do the lazy river somewhere, do something. Um, but just, you know, hanging out with everybody on the zoom calls and all that stuff. that will be, it will be good. it will be nice yeah. to see everybody, yeah, see all the guys.
0: Sure. It's still, uh, the I think the fantasy draft is my second favorite day of, the year yep. every year yep after the super bowl um, so yeah it'll be different but i'm still i'm very excited i'm excited that we're 2 weeks away from football mm-hmm. i'm excited that at camps we have not had any major setbacks with covid and all this craziness that's going did on you see in the that world. thing so,
1: speaking of so apparently no positive tests this past week or so but did you see all those false positives
0: Uh, the only, I I only saw one about, um, on hard knocks, the guy, the guy got a false positive. Is, Is that what you're talking about? There was a pretty
1: big positive result, um, just batch for like, I think it was the Jets and the Browns and maybe somebody else, but I think there's only like one, one company that's doing the testing. I could be wrong on that, but anyhow, uh bunch of tests came back positive like i mean 20 like a couple dozen and i mean mm-hmm. that was on one team i think the jets had like 20 and so it like looked crazy we're like wow i guess we're having an outbreak right because i mean that's how this thing to yeah. work like it's it's not gonna be one person you're gonna get like right at least two if not more but anyhow um and then they, they i guess they, so i guess what they do is they have two samples right and then they use the second one as you know to confirm or deny and they were like all false positives weird did? yeah i know so i was like well what how does that work like on sunday like do you so you get tested on sunday do you get tested on i guess you get tested on saturday like when do you get tested i don't know so anyway yeah. like whatever i don't want to start putting a damper on any of this stuff because i was like well like so and you're you know you already got two players on your covet ir which we'll touch on in just a second but it's like how do you i don't know it's kind of it's very confusing yeah
0: that's what I was. I was going to say that kind of leads into one of the first things we wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, it's it's. Um, I know they got they had gotten approved a, a new type of testing. Yep. So hopefully they work out all the kinks in the next two weeks and everything we'll see, goes smooth. Seven you know?
1: minutes in on uh, nothing other than what people want to talk about. So let's. Uh, I don't really have a cool drop, but this was sort of just to kind of get us into the mood.
0: It's time for the weekend recap.
1: Oh Nothing shit, to really I'm so in the mood recap, after that. but oh we God. do have a couple of updates. So let's dive in. Um we are going to have additional injured reserve spots this year. I think you have to with COVID, last minute stuff. What we're gonna do is we're gonna max out how many IR spots that we have. And due to there being less practice time, uh, less just time to let your muscles do whatever the hell they're going to do. Right. I think there's, I think there's clearly more chance that a player gets injured. Right. Um, we're going to split it. So two of the IR spots will just be for regular injury and that's it just two. So, you know, hamstring pool, whatever, something unrelated to COVID. You can put up to two players in there. The other one is going to be for COVID-related IR. And this will be likely they'll end up missing. I think it's going to be two games, right? It's 10-game 10, 10 quarantine, I think, is what it or 10-day quarantine. So they're likely to miss yeah. two weeks. You can have up to two players on COVID-IR. Uh, that's the way we're going to do it. We're going to have two injury standard regular reserves, injury reserves, and then we have two COVID-specific. You won't be able to, like, so if a player has a torn hamstring, you have three players with a torn hamstring, you can't use out one of the COVID. If you have three players who have COVID, but only one player has a torn hamstring, so you have that extra spot, you can't use it there. It's sort of the best meat in the middle that we could come up with. The rest was just to have four IR and you do whatever you want with them that could easily get abused. Um, there was just a lot. There wasn't really like a, there's not a great answer. And I, you know, I, I didn't want to put up for a vote because I don't really think, you know, it's not super, I don't know. What do you think, Jay? Because I mean, I think we agreed on that, but tell me a little bit about your thoughts.
0: Sounds pretty dictatory right there. I don't, <laughs> don't want to put it up to a vote. I texted I've, some people. I've decided for the people. No, I, I think it's the best way to do it. Um, and I don't know if you, Mentioned this. There's there's no actual designation as a COVID IR that's spot, right. yep. so that's going to be honor system. Um, but given just the uncertainty of the the whole season, I think it's important to have as many as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, I, I, um, I think the first padded practice was last Friday, like less than a week ago. Yeah, and we have games starting in two weeks, so yep, for sure. I think there's going to be more. Weird little things, more like soft tissue shit than we normally see. Yeah,
1: the flip side of all yeah. this, too, you might be thinking, okay, I could use all those IRs or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Well, you also have two additional roster spots that you didn't have last year. Well, in, yeah. in one league, right? You, you, there's no defense. So that's just an extra, you know, offensive player. Mm-hmm. You can go start a quarterback, like just go start a quarterback, like just pick up the quarterback that's left on the way of our and start him. Um, yeah. There will be much more wide receiver. Like it's just you're you're not going to run out of players, and if you do, that's just that, that reflects on you. Poor I, management. I, I love all of y'all. There's about 15 of you out there. Love you. You messed up if <laughs> if you're in a tight <laughs> spot because of this. That's that's going to be the bottom line. Yeah. Uh, and like Jake said, there will not be a way to actually manage this. So I'm gonna have to go in and just look at it and, you know, just trust y'all to say, hey, so-and-so's might be abusing it. And, it. and I'll text you. I'll give you a heads up. Hey, this is, you may not have seen it. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, after that text, you know, you, I don't I don't really know how it's going to work, but, you know, you, <sighs> it's going to be difficult, right? It's not going to be a perfect science. Um, I will try and do everything in my power to make sure you are aware that, you know, you've got this, but, you know, we're going to have to make some decisions here and you know well somebody might get dropped you might be upset blah 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 we'll figure it out we'll figure it out and it won't be perfect um I'll try and be as fair as possible I think I hope everybody knows that I really I know I get called a dictator but I go out of my way to be <laughs> extremely fair with everybody which gets me into our second thing which is emailing the league the 2QB rankings I could not find a really good, so I probably gonna, what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to email a couple of rankings to folks. I think I'm going to do Fantasy Football Calculator. Fantasy Pros actually didn't have any, but I did find that other website that I'd never heard yeah. of before, so I don't know if I could trust them. I think ESPN Plus has two QB rankings, so I might be able to snag them off there. If I could figure out a way, the trick comes to being able to download it and then make it into something that you can actually read. Um, anything we missed, Jake, on updates?
0: No, um, going just real quick, touching on the IR mm, deal. Yeah. Um, you're not going to want to abuse it as somebody who had a player on IR all last season, one, AJ Green. It is a pain in the ass to have an IR player unless mm. they have a, a specifically designated amount of time. So the COVID IRs are going to be easy because they're going to say they're out for two weeks. Yeah. So they're going to stay you, IR, but if they're not... Yeah. Then they're listed as questionable at the start of the week, even though if they come out and say on Monday he's not going to play this week, ESPN might still list them as questionable until the official game time list comes out, yep. which means you can't keep them in your IR because ESPN will tell you that's an illegal roster setup and you can't drop or add any players, can't make any trades, you can't do anything until you move that person out of your yeah. IR, which means dropping somebody on your team. Uh so I think people will be cool with it. I don't think it'll be an issue.
1: No, I don't think so either. And you know, we'll just have to, we'll have to work around a couple things. You know, there's, it's yeah. not gonna be perfect, you know. Have, twenty
0: is a uh, strange year. There'll be some judgment calls,
1: but overall. Yep. All right, so we're gonna do boomer bust, which I'm just gonna go ahead and call this. Cause I just want to use drops. The fourth and one, fold. Prediction. all right so not really bold predictions but about as close as i could find on our old drops some we're gonna do we're gonna do boom bus and we're gonna do the players that are currently ranked i believe that's how we did this right we did ranked inside yep. the top 10 at their position that we could see being bus players that finished outside i think we big 20 that's Maybe a little too much, but just not finished, not living up to their hype. So there's going to be a lot that we're going to dive into. And then we're going to flip it. We're going to flip the script. Folks that are going outside of the top 20, their position, that uh, they have a pathway, right? There is definitely, um, you know, you get that machete, you start chopping down those trees, and then boom, right, you get through the forest and you could easily see them cracking the top 10. So Jake, I'm going to turn it over to you first. I think we have the same answer on this one, so I'm going to let you take it away here. What is your bust candidate for QB?
0: That was, that was such a little <laughs> interesting metaphor that you had there for that. Yeah, I was I going
1: through the forest, right? Trying like, sh-
0: sh- like, to yeah, dodge like, bangles
1: and line. Yeah, you know,
0: whatever. Very fun. Thank you. Uh, so my bust QB, th- yeah, I'm pretty sure we have the same one. It's Carson Wentz. Mm. Is it not We the do same not. One? I, I oh, had okay. Carson
1: Wentz r- written down. We'll touch on it in a second. Yep, I switched it. So
0: okay. he's, he's the only top 10 QB that I could see being a complete bust to where you would just be super upset to have him at all. Um, and it's a, because of his injury history, but B that team has already had so many freaking injuries mm-hmm. this year. Yep. Um, Miles Sanders is banged up. Alshon Jeffries yeah. is banged up. Their starting offensive tackle is out for the season with a bicep tear today. Jesus, um, Who was that? I can't remember his know. name. So Phillips not, or something like that. Okay, but cool. Not Peters. Is Peters still no, there? I think Peters is still there. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I could just see the, the the season going off the rails for him pretty quick.
1: I wouldn't hate it. I would not no, hate it. And absolutely. I don't think they were very good. The entire NFC East wasn't very good, so somebody had to win it, and which is pretty kind terrible. of their deal there. Um Look, I almost went with him. I had him written down. I was kind of going through him and my guy. What I was reading when I was looking this up, I was trying to look at his rushing stats because, you know, I always think, like, okay, between this guy and this guy, who's mm-hmm. going to give me that rushing upside? That, that's for me, that's always a tiebreaker because it's like, look, you sure. get two dudes. So I was reading Carson Wentz's rushing stats and I was like, he's had 32 rushing attempts in his career. That doesn't even make sense. That was inside the 20. He had. Oh, wow. No, that was that's his career. He had 11 inside the 20 last year. He had, what was this, attempts, 30 inside. That's rushing. Five attempts inside with one touchdown. So there is a pretty good upside to his rushing. Um, and that was just inside uh, the red zone. Uh, that's not even counting outside of the red zone. And a player that used to really give you that mobility... Uh, that that mobility upside is is a uh, is an old man named Aaron Rodgers who I went with. Well, yeah. first of all, I thought about the narrative here. I did think about the narrative with Carson Wentz that there's a lot of um, injury, but it's like really it's Alshon Jeffrey. Like, okay, we're worried about Alshon Jeffrey. Like, Miles Sanders is set to be an awesome, awesome standout player this year. They're going to give him the rock. He hasn't had a, a running back quite like that. Um, since he's come in there, he's got a you know I know you talked about his O line, but he's still got a pretty decent O line, still highly ranked up there. Coaching staff that is one hundred percent behind him. You saw what they did drafting um, wide receiver behind him. He still has Zach Ertz, who is you know a really really great uh, threat. Then you flip that and you talk about the narrative going on in Green Bay. It just seems like Green Bay is out on him. It seems like they want to implement a system. You see this from time to time, right? Where you got this new regime come in, you got the old players there, right? That they don't see quite see eye to eye. Aaron Rodgers clearly doesn't get along with Matt Lafleur. They might put up that they do. They drafted, they drafted uh, Love there. Um, you know, he talked about how he had to go drink tequila afterwards on on that new uh, Ringer podcast. Um, you, you see this, right? There's just a, a a whole mixture thing going on. Like, I mean, like you think about it, right? Carson Wentz. He's looking. He gets a he gets a wide receiver in the first round. Mm-hmm. Green Bay trades up for a quarterback. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers waking up like you on Sunday after the draft with a hangover because he's dealing with it. He <laughs> he, he found out, he didn't even find out from the team. He found out from his agent. I can just see this being a really big disaster. You know, I was trying to think. I'm, I'm I always as soon as I start thinking one route, then I start thinking like, okay, where am I going to be wrong on this? So Aaron Jones is not going to run for what he run for eighteen touchdowns last year. Yeah. They're, if they're going to score, they're going to have to throw. Then I was like, okay, but to who? So you got Devontae Adams. All right, legit. Probably like one or two on the overall wide receiver target. You got Lazard. I see him getting some sleeper buzz. Okay, all right, maybe, maybe, right? I'll give you the benefit of the doubt there. Marquise Bowling Scout, Scal- whatever his name is, Scalding or whatever. No, I'm out. Malik Turner. Nope. Equanimous uh, St. Brown. No, Ooh, I'm good. that's a fun name. All right, it's a really fun name. Uh Jake Kumaro. I'm good. I'll pass. Tight ends that aren't even being drafted in fantasy. Now, here's what's going good for them, but again, I would say I who does that benefit more? Him to with no one to pass to or the running back. They do have the fourth ranked O line. Now they do have the eighteenth ranked defense, so you know that you know he might be out there a little bit more, which will give him some upside. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers. It's not like he was all the way in on. He was. I think he was the number nine as it was. It was pretty mm-hmm. tough. I mean, we're talking about some guys that were. That was. I think that that we should have started here. You're talking about Lamar. He's going to be in the top ten unless there's an injury. Dak, Russell, Deshaun, Jameis clearly won't. Right. I'm, these are guys that finished there last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. He should have been higher. Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, and Carson Wentz. So. Yeah, I picked Aaron Rodgers.
0: I think that's fair. I can see that.
1: Let's move along. Who do you have at running back?
0: Uh, my bust at running back. This is going to break your heart, buddy. Nick Chubb. Hmm. Um, Kareem Hunt is really good at football. That's my take on him. That's my expert analysis. Uh, he's, did you? He's just. Did two, you watch tape to figure that out, or? I, I watched a little bit of tape. Figured. I also read some articles. Wow, you read um, an article? When, yeah, when did you yeah, learn I, to I read? Learned, I learned to read recently. So <laughs> fun. Um, he's just too talented for them to not have a like legit timeshare. I think, and he's he's going to eat into pass catching role. Um, I think when when Nick Chubb when or when Kareem Hunt came back last season, Nick Chubb the rest of the way was like. The RB eighteen or something like that, so just inside the top was twenty.
1: Really? Hmm.
0: Yeah. So it's not great. Um, and I—that's I, just the, the the only one that I could really see. Uh, everybody else in that top ten has like the pass catching ability that I think will keep them there. Hmm. Um, so Nick Chubb is is the one I could see falling out.
1: So I wrote down three running backs, and uh, actually there was <laughs> one that you could have. Uh, put down that would have hurt my feelings a little bit more which was josh jacobs you know that i went out of my way to track him down in bro league and nearly lost the league and would have been proud to have gone down with uh my captain my my, my savior josh jacobs from last year <laughs> um but that didn't happen because somebody made a terrible decision to start sit week uh, 16 uh but we don't need to relive the past do we okay so i wrote down jacobs and here was my thinking they keep talking about pass catching, right? He's going to be the pass catcher. He's going to be the pass catcher. And then they bring in Theo Riddick. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, right? And then they also bring in two additional wide receivers on top of, you know, their number one threat there with Darren Waller, who, spoiler, we'll talk about here in just a moment. And then I wrote uh-huh. down Nick Chubb. But overall with Jacobs, I just looked at the other folks going around him. And I was like, man, he's, he's going to get a little bit more receptions. I, I believe I believe he will. I also just think he's just too good. The no only thing that's going to keep him out is injury. I wrote down Chubb. All the reasons that you did as well. The dude is just legit. Like he's going. Like that offense is going to be better. If anything, yeah, he won't get the receiving. But I mean, he was really good even without the receiving last year too. So yeah. Um, I wrote down Austin Eckler. Here are his stats from last year. 132 carries, 557 yards, and three touchdowns. So, okay, he's not your prototypical running back, okay? Where do those carries go? They went to Melvin Gordon, um, and he, and there was clearly just, it was just a disaster at running back last year with the exception of Eckler, but he had 92 receptions for almost 1,000 yards, 993. That's about 10 yards, a little bit more than 10 yards per reception. Did my math work out that right? And eight touchdowns. To me, that's just not repeatable. I don't, I think when they get down to the goal line, as long as for, let's call it eight games that Tyrod starts and I think Tyrod's pretty good. We've already talked, I mentioned last time, I'm a little on the Tyrod train. Um, if it was a one QB league, I'd probably just stream starting off with Tyrod and just pick up whoever else. Uh, it being two QB, I don't know if you can get away with that this year, but Tyrod's going to get a little bit more around the goal line. Here's okay, so you might be thinking, Well, didn't they commit to Eckler? They paid him. Here's his contract. 24.5 million. I mean, look, dude, I would take twenty-five point four point five million right now. But it was only over four years with incentives up to twenty-six. Zeke's contract, as much as I might disagree, this is what commitment sounds like. Ninety million over six years. You tell me who they who's committed to who here. Anthony Lynn. Uh, The coach like him, he's always on the hot seat. I feel like anytime you're a Chargers coach, you're on the hot seat, right? But just watching him on hard knocks, he does seem like the type of dude you'd be like, man, I really, really want to play for you. Like, you're awesome. But, I mean, the Chargers are just in a rebuild. Like, I don't know, man. And then, I don't know, they're losing some of their deep threat, so they don't have to worry about Tyrod. Tyrod's actually a pretty good um, downfield passer. Look, I think the bottom line is, I think, could he get receptions? Sure. As many as last year, I think it's pretty unlikely. Um, as for Chubb and Jacobs, I, I just keep thinking that they're going to get more opportunity for goal line, for rushing, and I just trust them to keep that top 10 spot. Uh, all they have to do, all they have to do is just add a little bit in the reception column and they make up for any possible regression that they may have. All off. it, it, It'll offset it. That was my thinking there. So Austin Eckler from number three to out of the top 10.
0: I I considered him, thought about him a little bit, but then I remembered the episode of Hard Knocks where he had a shirt off and he's, and he's got like a 22-pack, <laughs> and there's just no way a, a human that is that physically fit is not going to perform. Um, yeah, his, his receptions were ridiculous last year. I just pulled up his stat line, 92 for 993 yards and eight touchdowns. And then he was averaging... Unreal. What almost a little over four yards of carry. So I think he gets more carries, and I obviously I think those receptions come down, but if he finished with like sixty to seventy receptions, I wouldn't be surprised. So I still think he's yeah. gonna be okay. I I picked uh, a charger for one of my other butts. Keenan Allen just because I don't know what to think of that offense. So yeah. Let's see here. so
1: let's say he let's say he loses thirty receptions and at 10 yards that's 300 yards right so mm-hmm. that would have been 60 points 60 points would have been enough to move him down from he would have had 313 points last year uh let's just round down to 310 because i can't do math so that'd be two fifty, right give or take that would have put him right mm-hmm. at nick chubb alvin Kamara last year so barely top barely top 10 yeah so that's how fragile all this stuff is. You take away, I mean, he only had three rushing touchdowns, so maybe that goes up. But I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Anyhow, all right, yep. let's move. Let's keep it going. Uh, wide receiver, who's your bust?
0: You're gonna be offended, by this one too, Allen Robinson.
1: Ooh, how, um, how dare you? Bring it I on! Know. Bring I, it on! I know. Keep sleeping on him. I, keep sleeping on. Please, I go don't. ahead.
0: You know, you, we talked about doing a segment where we just talk about the players that we irrationally dislike, even though they perform pretty well every year. Allen Robinson's that one for me, for sure. Um, I don't like Mitch Trubisky. has nothing to do with Allen Robinson. It's not They have you. Nick Bowles. It's Mitch. Big Dick Nick. Big Dick Nick? Is, uh, do you think he's going to win that starting job? He is inches yeah, ahead. Yeah, I heard that. I heard
1: that. Probably like eight or nine. What do you think? Yeah, probably probably <laughs> ten, from what I've heard.
0: Uh, I I just could see Allen Robinson. It, it's it's I, I feel bad doing it because it is all it is all quarterback related, but and he was good last to year. Catching uh, segment, Sorry, you have to get thrown from a quarterback. So that's my guy for wide receiver. Wide receiver was tough because it's really hard. Everybody's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine is a total stretch because it's somebody else that I really like too. I'm I'm going to defend Allen Robinson just for a second, and sure. it'll be just the complete opposite of your narrative. I can't believe that your narrative is he might have to play with the worst quarterback on his team, Mitch Trubisky, when he's already played with him and he's already been a top ten wide receiver. And oh, by the way, early. Oh, by the, well, whatever, like it doesn't matter. Like he 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 did it, he was consistent, he was awesome. I should look up his consistency rankings. I know you have him there. Now they might not even have their running back for the first one to two weeks of the season and there is no depth behind that running back. So they're going to have to throw even more. And oh, by the way, they're probably going to get a quarterback upgrade with Nick Foles. Not that I'm a huge fan of Nick Foles. I think he's a bit overrated but he is better than Mitch Trubisky, even if it's just by inches.
0: I'm better at quarterback than Mitch Trubisky. So that's not saying a ton for Nick Foles. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pull up his consistency. I didn't have that pulled up yet, but go ahead and give your bust.
1: Well, okay. Now let's go ahead and stay on it while we're here. Let me just remind the people right before you go off and you make a mistake and you say, you know what? Jake is the guy that I listened to on this podcast last year. <laughs> 2019, 98 receptions, 1,147 yards, 7 touchdowns. Oh, the year before, 85 receptions, 1,038, 6 touchdowns. That was the year following an ACL tear. Please, yes, have fun. Sleep on Allen Robinson. I will gladly scoop him up as my wide receiver, too.
0: I still don't have the. the rankings
1: <laughs> don't worry about it he's very consistent and that's all you need to know chris godwin was my guy speaking of uh it was really this was really difficult and i kind of had to come up with more of a narrative here which is kind of where i went with all of this but whatever um a couple things not as many targets because there won't be as many attempts what in the world do i mean by that i think they're actually going to try and take a more balanced approach uh i know you've read you, we, we all read a lot of the same stuff it sounds like ronald jones is legit like he's actually going to be involved in the Tampa Bay offense and the other thing too uh, there's not going to be nearly as many pick sixes so you won't be able to drive down the field reset and start all over again because your quarterback threw a pick six I don't think Tom Brady's going to throw 30 INTs um, a couple other folks too uh, this was just my favorite one my I, I totally made this up but this is just what I want to go with I'm living totally a dream fantasy world here with the Buccaneers but so there's this narrative around Brady, right? And that he only likes his slot receiver. So, you know, you think about the Wes Welker, you think about Julian Edelman, that's Godwin. Godwin fits that, you know, that's that's his profile pretty well. That heavy reception, um, that just, you know, um, possession receiver. I'm going to flip this. I'm going to say there's only one other time where Brady has had a downfield legit, full wide receiver like Randy Moss and his it's Randy Moss in his career now he's got Mike Evans I'm getting flashbacks of 07 and it won't be quite as good of course because now he's 43 year olds but I'm signing up for this subscription to Brady to Evans that's I would take Evans over Godwin in a heartbeat like it wouldn't even be two two thoughts Uh, a couple quotes for you Brady wants to make me a living legend Mike Evans
0: yeah dude I'm in
1: Evans over Godwin. I, look, Godwin's still solid, right? This was a, this is a total stretch. I was going to say,
0: do you think do you think he wants to make Evans a legend and like he's like, yeah, but fuck that guy Godwin. We're not we're not thrown to him the whole time.
1: Yeah, it's it, it, it's a uh yeah, they I don't know what it is. Maybe Evans was the first one to give him a tour around Tampa Bay, whatever the hell there is to do in Tampa. I'm sure it's a great town. No I think it's
0: uh, Mike Evans is a uh, TB12 subscriber. He 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 follows the fitness plan and everything. So avocado good.
1: smoothies, yeah, yeah. Plyometrics.
0: He he does a lot of uh, spinach shakes and things of that nature. By the
1: way, so- just saying, most like I, I'm sure H B has this, but our grocery store now has these like pre-packaged like smoothie things. Big smoothie guy. I wake up in the morning, just throw that in the ninja, and
0: that's my breakfast. Oh just- my god, you sound like Tom Brady. Oh, dude.
1: So easy. You don't have to prep anything. It's already done for you. I'm sure I'd pay, you know, four or five dollars more than if I just did it myself, but that extra time so worth it. Anyways, moving along tight end. This was tough. <laughs> I, I had a hard time at tight end. Actually, no, it was the other one that was hard, but what do you got tied in at busting?
0: Uh I did not have it's hard of a time because I feel like there's a handful that could bust. Really? Uh, mm. I went ahead. It's just such like a, it's just such a strange position to me, especially this year. I think it's going to be pretty low on our on our overall importance. But uh, I went with Hunter Henry. Hmm. Oh, that's the charger with, you went with. Yeah, I kind of went with everything along with what you said. Is that that? I have no idea what to expect from that, that offense. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many games. Tyrod is going to start before – what's the kid's name? The rookie? Harper. Harper. Herbert. Justin Herbert. Herbert. Justin Herbert. Uh, When does he come in and start? Tyrod seems like he's kind of that guy now that he starts for half the season and then the rookie quarterback takes over. I think that happened with him with the Browns, and then it happened again with the Bills, didn't it? So – I just don't know what to expect. I don't Hmm. want to put a whole lot of stock into that. So I think Hunter Henry could drop out um, and fall way down this list. That's
1: interesting because I could see it the other way too, right? Mike Williams just went down. Um, They didn't really bring in any other wide receivers. Yeah, It's just, I mean, that could have been the Eckler argument too, right? It's like, well, they don't really have a downfield threat, so they're going to have to use some of the middle stuff. But – um, Henry could fill that role. I mean, when we've seen him on the field, he's been legit, but yeah. like, to your point overall, this was, just, I don't know. Um, it's kind of just a crab shoot at tight end. Really? Yeah. I went with Darren Waller, um, mostly because I talked Shuck. myself into Henry. Yeah. you know, I love Waller a lot, but his breakout was mostly due to, he was kind of the only guy who could catch a ball on that team last year. You saw them not really utilize the running back. Um, he dominated his target, um, the targets on that team. I think it was like 24, 25%. And then they go out and draft two wide receivers. In fact, they took the first wide receiver off the board in Henry Ruggs. I couldn't find anything on this, but I would assume that Waller ran quite a bit out of the slot or something in those, you know, those kind of uh, middle routes. That's, that's going to be Ruggs. So there goes some, um, not that, not that Waller can't get downfield. We saw him do a lot to stretch the field, but you know, then they also drafted Brian Edwards and that seems to be that wide receiver who can, take a little bit of that role and brian is getting a lot of hype in addition to rugs getting a lot of hype um i think they want more wide receivers the other deal too was they keep bringing in pass catching running backs which was what i was thinking about with jacobs they then they said they want to get jacobs target basically they're saying we want to throw to everybody except for our number one pass catcher last year and I don't think it's because they hate him. I think it's because they just realize we need to spread the ball around. Uh, his target share was fourth overall last year. He was the number one contested catch rate uh, tight end last year too. So I mean, it's just due for some regression. Um, and it doesn't take much at tight end, right? And and the flip side of this, why I struggle with tight end is, you know, we'll get to it. But there's five, six, seven tight ends that could easily crack the top ten this year. Um yep. that you know I you know we've waited on tight end and I I, I always feel like we should have grabbed one sooner and then we grab one, and I'm like, oh I'm so glad we waited. So I uh, I went with Darren Wallace. Let's let's recap. Who were your who were your four bus
0: Uh Carson Wentz, Nick Chubb, Alan Robinson, and Hunter Henry.
1: All right. I went with Austin. Oh, I went with Aaron Rodgers. Austin Eckler. I can't believe we didn't have a single one that overlapped. I thought for
0: sure we would have a. Aaron Rodgers,
1: Austin Eckler, Chris Godwin, and Darren Waller. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we will come back, and we'll give you our boom players, and then we'll get you out with some power rankings. Okay, let's go ahead and start it, and I'll kick it off this time because I want to claim this player. I was scared that you might take him. Here's who I went through on my players outside the top 20. I don't really know if this player is actually being ranked outside of the top 20. I'll give you two that probably likely are. I'll be very quick with this because I know we're running long on this one. But Big Ben, pretty obviously why. He's pretty much always been a top 10 QB. That offense can really hum, and there's a lot of buzz coming out with Deontay Johnson, Juju, James Conner back, great O-line, great defense. Gardner Minshew, just the rushing upside. A little bit of sleeperish there. I went with and you already know who, well, Cam Newton. I am just so bullish on in this season. This is what I'm going to do. Tell everybody right now. I'm going to overdraft him. I'm going to hate myself and I don't even care. I get <laughs> sick. Like it's like worse than a hangover when I don't get him in drafts. I think this. Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels, they saw Lamar just absolutely torch their world-beating defense last year. Remember their defense last year? It was like the number like five overall player. Yep. Lamar just like made them look stupid. right? And then they went out for drinks. And then they just talked shit about Tom Brady, his 43-year-old self. And we're just like, you know, if we just had anybody who could do anything other than stand in a pocket and throw the ball away when no one's open because all of our wide receivers suck... We'd love that, right? Just get out of the pocket. Just get out of the pocket. Look, he won't be Lamar, but could he be Dak? Could he be Dak? Dak was number two, number three last year. Just enough rushing to confuse a little bit of trickery, a little bit of play design. I don't think so. I don't think so. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Top ten. I will. I'm gonna go bold here, right?
0: The fourth and bold
1: one. predictions. Top five QB this season, 2020 book it.
0: Cam Newton is Dak Prescott is what I just heard. And Cam Newton is a hall of famer is also what I just heard because he's better than Tom Brady. Let's do it. These are all the facts that you just pointed out. Uh, yeah, man, Cam Newton's is going to be awesome this season. Um, We're a couple years removed from him being a freaking MVP, so I don't think he's gonna kill it on the rushing front. Um, But maybe, maybe you know, Bill Belichick's an incredible coach. Maybe he adapts the offense to you know utilize that talent. So we'll see. I think he's gonna be really good though. Top ten for sure. I think that could that could easily happen.
1: He he doesn't have to be super great. All he has to do is add another layer. He doesn't have to be, like, he doesn't have to be Dak. Like, he's
0: got, I don't know. Anyways, I can't go.
1: Real quick yes or no? (laughs) The Patriots win the NFC East.
0: Well, if they win the NFC East, some weird shit happened this season. But if they win the AFC East, I would say yes, Ooh, 100%. Yes. I still think they'll yeah, win it. The,
1: yeah, so AFC East, okay. That's the way I it still goes. think they'll win
0: it. Their their uh, their defense is still really good, and it's Phil Belichick. And the rest of the AFC East is...
1: Newcomer you know, to perfect. the fourth and one league, Steve Mahan, huge Bills
0: fan. Yeah, the Bills are good, but I'm still going to take the Pats. Until it's not the Pats, I'm taking the Pats.
1: All right, who's your quarterback?
0: I went with Joe Burrow. Uh, rookie <laughs> sensation. Joe Burrow. He's going to start right away
1: because mm-hmm.
0: he's getting the opportunity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he is not a rushing quarterback, but he can run, which is always nice. Uh, he's got a really talented team around him. He gets AJ Greenback. He's got John Ross. He's got Tyler Boyd. Uh, and Joe Mixon. Does he have is... AJ
1: Greenback? Does he? Does does anybody ever have
0: A.J. Green back? A.J. Green was back in practice this week. He's good. Didn't he already get hurt? That's for another conversation. It's fine. He's my number one wide receiver. It's a a wrap. Um, Joe Mixon can catch. I I just think he's – I think that offense is going to be so much better. Their O-line is going to be much, much improved because they drafted – I think they drafted first and second round offensive linemen two drafts ago and both of them got hurt. Hmm. And didn't play their entire season.
1: I did see that. That's a good point. I did not they're put borrow on my list. Be much better, so. They had the thirty I think they were the thirty second offensive line last year and PFF had their offensive line still ranked as the thirty first, but like you said, room for improvement and right. it's already on the roster.
0: Yeah. So uh I, I could just see him lighting it up and being pretty damn good. He went number one for a reason. Running back.
1: I, this is, these are the two players that I had and then I landed on this guy and mostly it doesn't really make sense. Cause probably I'm now I'm looking at him like, I ah, should go with the other guy. I wrote down Jonathan Taylor. The issue that I have with him was the delay they're going, they're not going to give him the reins through at least the first month, if not the first two months, but by the end of the season I, I believe that Jonathan Taylor will have full control over that running back situation, and will be putting up top ten numbers. Whether or not he finishes in the top ten, to be seen. James Conner, obvious reasons. He's a top ten running back when healthy. Uh, he just got to stay on the field, and he should be able to stay on the field, right? Um, he's he's a good he's a great running back. But I went with Ronald Jones. I think that. You haven't heard anything good about his backup, Keyshawn, or Keyshawn Vaughn. I think is it Keishawn or Keyshawn. Um, you haven't seen he hasn't they haven't been super great there. Uh, you got Tom Brady. It's going to be more opportunities. It will be a more balanced attack, even though um, Arians is known for his QBs and airing it out. Uh, they do they do have good RBs in those schemes. And you know, look the 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 thing here was you're getting into that twenty range. There's a lot in that ten to twenty range that I could see in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Once you get to that best 20, you're, you're, it's kind of a crapshoot. So I picked Ronald Jones just based off of, I think he's going to have more opportunities, if for nothing else. Look, Tom Brady, uh, didn't Sony Michelle have, like, the lead the league in touchdowns one year? He's always had really good um, goal line opportunities for his running backs, and I could easily see that here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, anybody that's on a Tom Brady offense should be pretty good mm-hmm. and now we don't have to deal with the fucking Patriots running back carousel that we've been dealing with 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 the Tom Brady aspect here so uh I like Ronald Jones a lot I think he'll be good I went with Mark Ingram yep good pick. he's ranked right now as number 23 23rd running back off the board hmm. he finished number 11 last season I know they drafted J.K. Dobbins, and some people think that maybe he's going to come in and make some noise. Uh, I I just don't see Mark Ingram being taken off the field when he's still incredible at what he does. Um, He was really good in New Orleans as a backup. He took the lead job for Baltimore last year and killed it. Um, He was good last year. He had... Just over a 1,000 yards on 202 carries, averaging five yards. Carry, 10 touchdowns, 26 receptions. So he's, he's he really gets it done on the ground. That offense is going to score so many points again this year. I, I don't see any reason why that would slow down. So he's going to get a lot of opportunities, a lot of stuff in the red zone. Yep. Uh, and what Lamar doesn't run in, I think, he will be running in. So yeah, I think the, uh, I could easily see him cracking the top ten.
1: The good thing for Lamar this, or for Mark Ingram, is Lamar is yeah just the historical regression that's coming for Lamar, and that doesn't mean that sure. Lamar still doesn't deserve to be a first round pick. He's gonna throw like he, he, they're just not gonna be able to rush as much. I mean, he had thirteen hundred yards. Is that what it was? Yeah. All right, give him a 1, thousand. 1, right, twelve hundred yards. Give okay, he gets a thousand. He gets nine hundred. That's still a lot, but that's less and that's more opportunity for Ingram. I just think overall that yeah. offense is going to come back down um, is my opinion. And then you have the added layer of J.K. Dobbins, who I agree with you. I think that J.K. Dobbins is a 2021 issue, not a 2020 issue. Yeah, We get to get through wide receiver pretty quickly here. Saves the folks some time because we mm-hmm. have the same mm-hmm. dude, Will Fuller, in the house. I'm curious, what, it, what did you come up with on Will Fuller?
0: Uh, I just came up with the fact that DeAndre Hopkins being gone is a, that's a massive, massive, uh, target gap here. He had 150 targets last season. Um, also I think Brandon cooks coming in for the six games that he's going to play this season really helps Will Fuller out. You got to be because, careful with the injury thing. Cause, uh, Will Fuller yeah.
1: might pay like five games.
0: That's true. That's true. <laughs> but, uh, Brandon Cook should take the top off of a lot of these defenses and just leave a ton of space for for Will Fuller to operate. Um, we've never seen super consistent things out of Will Fuller, but we did see a game last year where he had like 14 receptions for 200 yards and three touchdowns. So he can be the dude, and I think this year he takes a big step
1: forward. I think the only thing you've never seen consistent about Will Fuller is health. Like, I was just going yeah. to throw it. Um, and here's the other thing about this Brandon Cooks signing, right? Like he, is Brandon Cook's replacing. I, okay. That's the narrative, right? Brandon Cook's is replacing Deandre Hopkins. I don't, I think Deandre Hopkins replacement was already on the roster. I think it was fuller. I think cooks is going to take the fuller spot. I don't think they want fuller running all those deep downfield. I, I think he's fully capable, nah, fully fuller, ha, uh, capable of taking over <laughs> other routes. Look, how many people have given up on Brandon Cooks? And these aren't these are there's there's three, and they're all freaking offensive masterminds: Sean Payton, Josh McDaniels, and Bill Belichick. Sean McVay, they all said, "Yeah, I'm good." Now, granted, part of that might have been just the Houston Texans making a piss poor trade to get Brandon Cooks. Let's set that aside just for a second. If you really thought Brandon Cooks was going to game change your offense, you wouldn't let him go. And Sean McVay was like, "Yeah, I don't really care. He's out." It's Will Fuller. I think, I, I, I don't think, in you know, B.O.B., B., horrible GM. He might see something in Brandon Cooks that's not really there. Perhaps he gets forced bed and, and, you know, it, it just sucks for a little while. But Watson ain't going to put up with that. If Fuller's the guy, Fuller's going to get open. And then here's this other thing I was thinking about too, right? You see these guys that have these injury seasons, plaguing them year after year after year. Some of these guys are with this talent. They usually put it together for at least one season. Right. You just get that one season. I can easily see him being a top, you know, second, third, maybe third or fourth round pick next year. Right. He's always going to have that injury discount priced in Um, and then just being horrible for the rest. By the way, here's a cool stat for you. Uh, I got this cool email from DraftKings about my um, about my uh, stats from last year. My number one scoring player from last year, as well as my best value for like points per dollar spent, was Will Fuller that week that you're talking about when he had 56 points. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, I'm glad I started him that week because uh, he's going to be a player. All right, let's keep this going. Let's wrap it up here with tight end, and then we'll get to power rankings. Hopefully, we get everybody out here in an hour.
0: Uh, I went with Vance McDonald. Um, mm. You talked about it earlier. Ben Roethlisberger's back. I don't think you can take... Vance, Juju, or James Connors' season last year too seriously. Um, Big Ben's back. That offense is going to be running a lot more smooth. The only issue for McDonald is whether or not he gets on the field enough because his snap percentage was still like 60% last season. Uh, But when he's on the field, he does good things. So hopefully they let him unleash the no-pants Vance dance and Nice. Let's, let's fucking run, baby.
1: I think there's a lot of tight ends that you could have picked on this one. Um yeah. there was I mean so supposedly this is supposed to be the tight end orgasm season. Like there's like twelve breakout tight ends from Blake Jarwin. Dude, even Tyler Eifert is getting hype out of the Jacksonville Jaguars mm-hmm. camp. That's just absurd to me, but um I cheated a little bit on this one. I picked like the number sixteen or seventeen ranked tight end and it's just all hype. So I went with T J. Hawkinson. Look, here's the quotes. No one looked as effortless as TJ Hawkinson. That's from the blog Pride of Detroit. Definitely not biased. After bulking up this offseason, Hawkinson added significantly more power to his game. No matter who the defense has thrown at him, they have had no answers. That's from USA Today. Nobody's going to stop the Hawkinson Train coming at you this week. All right, that's what we had. So I had Cam Newton, Ronald Jones. Will we both had Will Fuller and T.J. Hawkinson. You had at QB Joe Burrow. Who's your running back? Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. And then you just talked about him. Um, Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald, the Vance dance. All right, my boy. I before we uh, do the uh, the intro for the power rankings, let the people know. They need to know, Jake. This is pre-draft. Yeah, there's we don't have a single clue. We haven't seen anybody other mock draft other than really ourselves. We saw we got a little glimpse into Tyler's. We did a best ball. What was the um, what was the 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 research? What was the uh, screening process? What, what what all? What were the inputs to coming up with these power rankings?
0: Uh, the <laughs> research and screening and inputs. Were all uh, it was. It was all bullet bourbon. In fact, uh, <laughs> I, I, I did not even. I didn't even pull up the league. I just got drunk like old times. I did this for you guys. I, I did not want to get drunk, but I know what you guys expected me, and I don't. Did let Diego the call down. you by the way? I don't think I talked to Diego.
1: Uh, I don't think I talked. Diego was texting me after the last podcast and said I wasted his time and I just kept apologizing him and, and told him I would send him um, compensation in Bitcoin. But uh, he said he would call <laughs> you and do rankings with you. Um, I was expecting him. All right, you ready to do this?
0: Yeah, who you want to start with?
1: I'll let you decide. Here we go, three, two, I can't believe we get to hear this. It's what you've been waiting for. Are you ready to find out? just how good your team is well prepare to get pissed off because we're about to say your team sucks it's time for the weekly power rant oh yeah let's piss some people off jake we don't even have a draft yet we've got uh, five minutes here we're gonna spend two and a half minutes on each league what league are we starting with and who is number 10
0: Let's start with bro because number 10 is you. What? My <laughs> reason that I wrote out was fuck this guy. Love it. Love yeah. it. Number 10. Number 9 is me. Uh, I have no idea where to put. It, on it sounds rankings. like but if
1: I'm uh, if I'm being honest, you probably were like, "Oh shit. I got drunk. I was supposed to do something." Yeah. Oh, drinking. Yes, what okay. Happened. Man. Yeah. Okay, where yeah, do I yeah, start? fuck kyle okay we'll start there fuck kyle. i got a pee and then you saw yourself in the mirror you're like yeah fuck you too asshole and then yeah, and then you're like let's get serious here and let's get serious
0: like, fuck kyle also i hate myself so i'm number nine <laughs> uh, no
1: one's gonna buy this by the way they're gonna be like yeah you guys are stupid like this isn't even halfway yeah. serious you put the league champion number 10 just just in case people want to remember i won last year
0: by the just way. out of spite but i have a all have right a, a- something for that so what do you got uh, i put uh todd at number eight that was also one where it's like he's just been golden plunger a little bit he's gonna drop off he's he's gonna suck uh diego card bitches who knows with this motherfucker you put diego
1: Uh, god dude
0: i know ahead, ahead of you ahead of a lot of people really uh number six was and nice guys don't always finish last in fantasy, but they definitely don't finish first. That was what I wrote for Eric. Oh, that was uh,
1: Eric. It I, I didn't come through on my end. Sorry. So you wrote down Eric as number six, and it was nice guys six, finish. Eric.
0: What was it? Don't always finish last, but they don't finish first. Eric. Sorry, buddy. Love you. Number five was Anthony Rodriguez.
1: Hmm,
0: okay. It's also a wild card. So he gave us some hope last year for a little bit, and then he broke our hearts. So he's right in the middle. You know, he uh, uh,
1: let's let's pause here just for a second. He's been
0: has been all right the past couple of years.
1: Uh playoffs, I think back to back to years, right? Across the two leagues? Yeah, I think so. Could be wrong with that. Pretty sure. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Anyways. Uh number four, I have Anthony Garcia. Ooh, okay. His team was really good last year and he was super close to to making it. We we believed it all year and then he just kinda of fell off at the end. So he's gonna auto draft, so uh,
1: he actually might be in the best shape of all of us.
0: Right, yeah. The computer gets it inside for you. <laughs> That's good. Uh, number three, I did Brian. Okay. He drafted a really good team last year, and we didn't believe in him the whole season, and then he went to the finals, didn't he? Yep. Uh, number two, Henry. He likes the Steelers, and I think he'll he draft some of back. them, I and I it. think they should be good. That's what I wrote down. That leaves number one. Number one is Irvin. I love that. Who should have won last year. Bullshit. No, that's not true. He had McCaffrey and Henry. How the fuck did we let that happen, people?
1: Well, just, just so we're clear, I would have outscored him in the finals. Just so we're absolutely clear. All right. Fourth and one. What
0: do we got? Number 10. Fourth and one. Number 10 is Todd. Because <laughs> we've seen him go from first to worst in Bro League. Yep. So let's watch him do it in... Fourth and one
1: Number
0: as well. nine. Uh, number nine was me again, and I wrote. Obviously, I'm number one, but don't want to piss people off. Okay. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number eight. <laughs> Please tell me. Number it's eight. eight is you. Mm-hmm. Again, I just wrote. Fuck, Fuck this guy. guy.
1: Love it. Good yeah. research yep. there. A lot of, lot
0: of yeah, film studied here. A lot of thought. A lot of thought put into this. Uh, number seven. Dobrats okay uh this was the last spot i had open and he fell in it that's what i have written down okay number six is eric uh put him in the same spot in both for the same reason he just kind of seems to okay since he he won a championship but it's been a minute number five is steve uh he's the new guy so i have no clue what to expect from him so i put him in the middle and that way i should be pretty close to wherever he ends up finishing (laughs) Uh, number four Anthony Rodriguez I'm just I'm rooting for him at this point I like it. I'll take a long and a win because I feel bad for him alright uh, Richard he likes to draft quarterbacks so he should be pretty good right
1: <laughs> oh god I hope I know I hope I can guess who yeah. is. keep you going he's number one
0: Tyler yes is, uh, number two <laughs> he he's just good and Just get to what I want to hear. Skip Tyler. Skip Tyler. Get and to the good stuff. number one. Yes. Number one is our friend Israel. Oh, that's awesome. Israel has been in a two-quarterback league for a fucking decade with us. And Fact. now we're actually setting the lineup this way. He's primed. There's 0% chance he doesn't win the league.
1: No better way to go out, my man. What do we miss? I think that's
0: it after the uh, after the draft i'm gonna write up uh, a prunk drinkings like old times and uh
1: yeah we'll get together we'll find and do that. To we'll prob- that let's the, just do that page, after but. man that's awesome all right i'm pumped a couple things coming y'all's way i'm gonna send out the fantasy rankings i'll send out a text for those that don't listen to the pod with the ir updates i'm gonna send out a video to make sure you know exactly how to enter your draft um the zoom link's gonna be coming I'm going to try and make this as fun and awesome as possible. Looking forward to an awesome, awesome season. We all need this because uh, COVID has impacted us in one way or another. Let's get out of here. Later, Jake. See you Saturday.
0: Peace.